Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate? I'm Janine. And I'm Doyen. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst, pop culture of the 2000s. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's Guess What You're Gonna Hate with Janine and Kate. So today we've got a guest, just like I said we would. Yay! And this is Doyen from Poor Life Decisions, and she's here to help us celebrate Valentine's Day. How you doing, Doyen? I'm doing just great. How are you? Doing all right. Actually, you know, I shouldn't say I'm doing all right, because really, this movie was... It's truly something awful. I feel like I and I and I, the worst thing is I I chose it myself, so I have no one to blame but me. Uh, but before we get started, uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your podcast, Poor Life Decision? Okay, so uh, my podcast is called Poor P O U R Life Decision because we're kind of battling our you know bad decisions we make in our twenties and thirties and forties and beyond. Um, <laughs> and just we, each week we like battle a topic. So like this past week we were talking about self care and why we need it and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to have a better life and just listen to a few drunk people, it's a great one to listen to. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I, I really enjoy it a lot. And I think it's interesting. You guys, you two always uh, talk about like what you're drinking, like and, and share it. Yeah. Talking about like the makeshift margarita, which is basically just tequila and lime. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite. It seems so, I call it clean. Yeah. <laughs> That's clean eating for you. That's all you need yeah. is just tequila and lime and you're good. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't know if you had to have a drink to get through this movie. I did. I was <laughs> I was about five minutes in. I realized it's like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I had to go run and get like a beer. I was like, just make it worth it. Like, not that I'm saying you gotta have something to get through this movie. It's just that like, I feel like I needed some sort of reward, like tangible thing at the end to get me through it. It's like, well, I can get through it if I get to drink this cider. That's (laughs) just a little bit. (laughs) So what we like to do uh, is um, try and give the shortest summary of this movie you can, which I think should be easy in this case because there's pretty much no plot. So if you want to just think of something, you know, a, a few sentences about this movie. Um, so I'll give you a one sentence synopsis. Ooh. A small town has a worse Valentine's than yours. <laughs> <laughs> no matter What's... what your Valentine's is, it's gonna be better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, you know, that's actually uplifting. It's like you can have a really lonely Valentine's Day, but it's not as worse as the people in this town. Yeah, it was a really bad one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as Valentine's Days go, not the best. <laughs> so basically, in this movie, there's a town that is just beset by this pickaxe-wielding murderer who basically picks Valentine's Day as the day to come back and wreck havoc to the town again, like 10 years after the first time. I'm a little confused because the movie opens with like... Um, this really bad partially 3D. Oh, I realized we didn't oh even say what the movie was. Oh, oh my god, we were so we were just so traumatized. It's just so bad. It's just <laughs> so. This is 
This is My Bloody Valentine uh, 3D from 2009. And I think that's a very important distinction to make in this movie. It's not that it's like the third one. It is a remake of a 1981 Canadian horror movie. <laughs> and they call oh, it Canada. 3D. because Yeah, I know. And apparently it's just as bad. Like a lot of the times the 2000s remakes of horror movies are like, oh, the original was pretty good, like Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. But this one's just like, no, like the, okay. they were both bad. And this one is especially bad because it leans into the 3D effects that we were all really psyched about in the 2000s. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but you like I watched this on Netflix, right? You yeah. did the same. So I didn't realize, because funny enough, I had talked to my boyfriend about it. I was like, hey, will I be scared at this movie? He was like, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> but um, That's sweet. he was like, I had the 3D version on PlayStation. And I was like, why is this a 3D version? Because like, I've never heard of like people having 3D movies in their homes yeah but at the very end i saw something that was like oh that's supposed to be 3d yeah (laughs) oh man i was looking for it i was like every time there was something um so like i'm in uh i'm in like film preservation school and my roommate is also in film preservation school so he sat down and watched this with me and we were like every time we saw we looked at each other like hey that was supposed to be 3d wasn't it or like we like joke about it because it's just so bad but yeah like but you didn't watch the 3D version, right? You watched the the Netflix version? I have a regular TV. Yeah. So yeah, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, you need like a special TV for the 3D. So yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> On the Netflix version, so it's like the 2D version, which apparently they like made at the same time. There's apparently some interesting technology behind it, but I don't really care because it's a bad movie. They still have all those obnoxious 3D parts in this movie. Coming up on the first scene... <sighs> I was like, did they just not have a dead body budget? Would that have looked better on 3D? <laughs> they couldn't do the dead body budget because of all the money they spent on the 3D. <laughs> like, the opening credits are these, like, I guess it's, like, a, a more interesting take on the, like, newspaper collage, <laughs> dissolve, whatever. But it's, like, the image is supposed to be, like, flying past you and, like, dirt's supposed to be floating and... <laughs> In 2D, it just looks really stupid. It's like, why? Why is this everywhere? Yeah, the hospital scene, I was just like, what are all these plastic dolls with fake blood on them? Like, why? (laughs) I think I'm just amazed at, like, it doesn't say how he killed people in the hospital. Oh, yeah, because, like, basically this guy, he killed people in the cave because there was a cave in. He didn't want uh, to share oxygen so he killed everybody else and he was in like a coma or whatever it's stupid he wakes up in the hospital and he like immediately starts killing because i guess that's what that's what you do like did after he, you survive a cave did in. he have that pickaxe like in his other pants like i need to know yeah, <laughs> yeah like because you you come into the hospital there's all these like like you said like terrible like fake dead bodies everywhere but they're like sawed in half which is like how did he do that <laughs> Did they not lock up their surgical supplies? Like, what? Yeah. And he's killed so many people. Like, a news person says later, like, 22 men, women, and children. It's like, how did he do that before the cops got there? Were they just like, oh, it's like just a... I mean, like, this guy, he kills all these people. I'm 
the cops come after he's done. But like they, he- if he like skip further into like the department store where his wife worked or whatever, yeah. the sheriff was like immediately there and I was like, Did you just not have traffic that day? Yeah. So, like- <laughs> this this movie's concept of time is just completely <laughs> messed up. <laughs> like, and, and the and the dialogue is so bad because it's like um the cops come to the hospital. This, not only has this guy had the time to murder everybody in the hospital, he's also the time to rip out someone's heart and put it in a box of chocolates and like write some stupid Valentine on the wall. And the they like the two cops, like one turns to the other and um says like happy fucking Valentine's Day. It's like, are we supposed to start applauding at this? Like, oh yeah, so cool. <laughs> Okay. Somebody really wanted to write that into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, speak. The people who wrote this, like, they should be ashamed, but I don't think they have any shame. So. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Because not only is there this awful dialogue, there's also all these awful twists in it too. Yeah. It's just like I don't want to skip too far ahead. Oh, go ahead. But, like, who that cares? Whole, like, <laughs> hotel sex scene i was like you just wanted to show somebody naked on tv that's pretty much it is that not the most like egregious like horror movie like nudity you've ever seen it's like i was just like why am i seeing all of this and it's like full frontal nudity and it's 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 like I I know that horror movies are like campy and they're gonna like this is a slasher movie I guess I guess there's a difference and uh, it's like <laughs> I know that they try to have like the oh there are like sexy teenagers or whatever that I hate saying that but that's what horror movies do like they have the they have the <laughs> sex fueled teenagers there and these ones are like the same girl like. This movie is stupid. There are teenagers, they get caught up in the original murder spree, and then it does a 10-year time skip, and the same people are still in this town. Yeah. Anyway, one of the girls who was in that original crew is at the motel, and she's, like, hooking up with some guy, and... And she's really confident too. I have to say, like that's nice, I yeah. guess, because she's like, oh yeah, I look so hot right now. And it's like, I mean, okay. but she did, <laughs> yeah, she, like valid, all right, like good job. And then she chases the guy she was just with outside to compl- like, because he's he is a taking creep. a video of her. Yeah, he's a creep. Like totally. I'm glad he dies. Oh, spoiler, whatever. Sorry. But everybody <laughs> dies. Everybody dies, and it's stupid. But um. She runs out, like, completely nude holding a gun, which is just, like, that's such, like, a, a look, you know? <laughs> like, just completely nude holding a gun yeah. on this guy who's done you wrong. Like, okay. <laughs> this full nudity lasts for, like, easily five minutes. Well, and then she gets murdered, because, of course, because she's naked in yeah. the horror movie, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Hiding under a bed. <laughs> Where she can't go anywhere else. <laughs> but the important question is, what happened to the dog? and the motel they keep like making a reference to the cute little pug that's there or or cute little frenchie and then like when she gets killed her blood splatters onto a photo of the dog but like where is the dog (laughs) y'all i want to know what happened to that dog i'm more invested in the dog than any of the people in this story because they're all terrible i hope the dog like went into a forest and it's just like living his best life you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so 
for some reason, this killer comes back, even though 10 years ago he was like shot by police and supposedly killed in the cave-in. And now he's back. He's killing people, ruining Valentine's Day for everybody and doing the same, <laughs> the same like cringy hearts in, in Valentine's Day boxes. It's truly bad. And the teenagers who were caught up in the last killing spree, because there are like three total killing sprees, I guess, because there's the original cave-in. Yeah. After he woke up from the coma, and then now when he's back 10 years later, it's... It was like the hospital one was just him stretching his muscles. <laughs> just him getting the feel of it. <laughs> he's like, I haven't done it in a while. Let me try this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time I'll be back better than ever. So <laughs> the, like, there were some teens like partying at the cave where the initial murders happen, and then they get targeted by the guy when he comes back during that second time i guess so i literally put in my notes maybe we shouldn't have weird parties in mines <laughs> that's the thing it's like they were like yeah let's all party where a bunch of people got murdered let's do that yeah and um there's like four main girls or uh, four main people it's like their names are honestly i can't remember they're not worth one. knowing but like it's like irene sarah axel and tom and Tom is played by Jensen Ackles, who just, like, really phones it in. <laughs> like, he is just, I mean, I, I'm i not, like, a Supernatural fan, but I've seen some Supernatural, and I know he can act. <laughs> but in this movie, he just didn't. <laughs> he was just truly terrible. <sighs> but, so the movie itself follows all of those characters four years later. And, of course, Irene, who's, like, the wild one when they were teens, she's the one who's, like, full frontal nude, gets murdered first. Because <laughs> if you're... If you're a woman of loose morals, you're gone. It's a it's a slasher film. Death times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and Axel is now the sheriff of the town, and Tom is, and she, he's married to Sarah, and Sarah was initially with Tom, but Tom's been gone since the murder, because, like, who wouldn't leave town after a pickaxe murderer killed 22 men, women, and children? Like, I'm not staying there either. <laughs> so, I just feel like if you take away all the murder, this is a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you take away all the murder. Because <laughs> he's Wait, like, so he comes left? back in town, and he's, like, in love with, like, that other girl. <laughs> but she's married to Axel for a special holiday. Yeah, it's a Hallmark movie gun murdery. <laughs> yeah, let's just recut this movie to make it into an actual Valentine's Day movie. Oh man. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's the the most basic plot you've seen a thousand times before, and uh. <laughs> We all find out, oh, the murderer's back. And, of course, Axel thinks it's Tom. Tom thinks it's Axel. Blah, blah, blah. The <laughs> And Sarah's just caught up in the middle of all of it. But also, they, like, blame somebody from, like, ten years ago. <laughs> like that Harry? Henry? Oh, Harry Harry Warden or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the, the first killer. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, yeah, he's back, even though we totally killed him before. Him. Somehow he came back, um, and Axel is like, he goes and gets the old sheriff. So like, you guys killed him, didn't you? He didn't die in the cave. And they're like, no, of course not. It's like, show me where you buried him. Like, okay, yeah, we buried him out here. It's like, that, you really didn't try and cover that up very well. But his I body's know. gone, so dun-dun-dun. <laughs> 
Because you left him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's how could you even remember where you buried him? Like first off, right. and like <laughs> in a forest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you've been in a forest before. Like it's hard to <laughs> just keep your way around you. Like this movie is a mess, and it, it it doesn't even matter that we're jumping around the plot because the plot is so thin. Any of these things could have happened at any point in the movie, and you would be much. yeah. You would probably be even less lost than we are <laughs> um but there's a lot of like really bad again those 3d effects like for example you gotta throw the pickaxe obviously so the pickaxe gets uh. thrown towards the screen <laughs> it's real bad um and uh blood splatters of course uh yeah. and it, it just gets worse and worse as the movie goes on it's like but um i I think what's really weird is I guess the main character is supposed to be Axel, who's the sheriff married to Sarah, who also has a mistress named Megan that he knocks up. Yeah. And like, how? I feel like rule number one of having a mistress (laughs) is to not raw dog her so she doesn't get pregnant. Thank you you for understanding. Thank you. Let's make some rules. If you're going to cheat, like keep it wrapped <laughs> like that's like and know. it's a small town <laughs> yeah like and also he doesn't just pick some random girl he picks like one of her co-workers yeah to get with and it's like you really thought this was gonna work out and it's like how am i supposed to be invested in this guy when it's already been established that he's an awful dude and he's yeah. like the main character and I feel like there were, like, he and Tom were the only young guys that I saw in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the, the other black guy. But I was like, there's yeah. a lot of, like, older guys and then him. <laughs> the only non-white person in this entire movie. like Diversity. He, yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he die? I don't think so yeah i don't think he died that's what i'm saying like that's like for a slasher film that followed like all of these like um really stupid stereotypes it was like we're gonna make sure you see there's at least one non-white person in this town and we're gonna protect him and the black guy doesn't die yeah it's like (laughs) we're gonna protect him (laughs) like okay good for you movie (laughs) he just like shows up in the diner and it's just like okay yeah that's this is go like with your mistress or whatever and then that's it like that's his his whole character (laughs) he doesn't do any of the investigative (laughs) like stuff the other cops do like there's a girl cop she dies but he's fine he's he good for him that's one of the merits of this movie the black guy did yeah it's like if we're (laughs) for all of its faults there you go we have the one this one cop living his best life in in this horror movie where he doesn't have to do any police work and he doesn't die so good for him right just shows up randomly I think that just says, as long as you don't do your job, you'll live. Because think about it. Most of the people who die were, like, doing their job. The cops. Megan, the mistress, she gets Mm -hmm. killed when she's closing up the grocery store. Like, doing her job. Like, all those people in the hospital were killed doing their job. Everybody just don't do your job, and you'll live. That one minor guy that was, like, down... Yeah, he, he was doing he his job. Yeah. Look where that got him. Don't go to work, kids. Don't go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to work, and you won't get pickaxed. Right. <laughs> like, that's fine. <laughs> 
I think we've solved uh, horror movies. (laughs) And life's problems. (laughs) So this whole twist in the movie is like, it's not really clear, but Jensen Ackles, I mean, I guess the one part of the movie that he tries to act is the end where it's revealed that, of course, he's been in a mental institution for seven years. So obviously he's going to be murdering people when he gets out because that's how that works. So... I just, this, the what made me sad about this was like, it was very likely that he did it this whole time. So I thought there would be a twist and it was somebody else who did it, like Axel. <laughs> and then it was just true that he did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think it would have been way better if Axel had done it. Like, that would have been a good twist. Like, maybe he wanted to get rid of his wife, or like, maybe he didn't want to break up with his mistress. Or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, like, get rid of the whatever. mistress because he didn't want to have the kid. Yeah. Or the random black yeah. guy. This is like, I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> maybe he just. Y'all never let me do any work, and so kill yeah, everybody. Like- <laughs> now, that would have been a very good twist. That would have been a hard twist. You know, like, because in the very beginning, the first time you see him, uh, he's, like, sitting in the cafe, and he's watching the video of Axel, like, telling off the reporter. What if he's like, this guy is ruining my cushy job in this this cop department? Like, I'm not standing for this. I'm going to go become an axe murderer now. And then that would have been a much better movie. (laughs) It's kind of like Dexter, but with (laughs) Axel. Well, I mean, that's not too far off, right? Like, just a different kind of ex. Yeah. Yeah. It was was so predictable, and I didn't like that. (laughs) I I gotta ask you, do you think... So, do you think that Tom just had, like, a mental breakdown and, like, became an axe murderer? Or was he possessed by the original axe murderer? I think that he had post-traumatic stress disorder as <laughs> someone who never went to, I went to one psychology class in college. Um, so you're an expert. And that, yes. <laughs> and that caused him to have multiple personalities. Yeah, I think that's how that <laughs> And one of the personalities was the original expert. You know, um, mur- <laughs> movies don't lie. And I'm pretty sure that's what the movie told me, that that's how that works. So I, I think I'm, I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. Though I do think it's really weird because it's like, it's not really clear. Like if this is like a, you know, a ghost like possessing him or like a manifestation of a like dual personality. Like who knows? It's really stupid. But I will say the only thing that this movie did that I thought was like, huh, that's kind of cool, I guess, is when it's revealed that Tom is the axe murderer and he chases Axel and Sarah out of the cave. Um, Like as he's like crushing light bulbs with his pickaxe to make it dark, like it mm-hmm. flashes uh, Harry Warden, like the original killer. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's a neat camera <laughs> trick. But then they did it, like, ten times. It's like, okay. Like, yeah. we, we, we saw it the first time. Like, that's that's all we needed. I've, I do think it's really funny. Like, speaking of, you know, you were like, why are these teenagers having parties in a cave? Like, where people died. What is it with everybody in this movie deciding that the cave is the, the safe place to go? <laughs> like, hey, like, even, like... Yeah, because I'm like, of all places, you think you'd go somewhere with a lot of exits. Yeah. And there's only one exit there. Exactly. And, it's out, and usually the murderer is coming towards you from the out place. <laughs> so 
Yeah, like in the beginning, Tom <laughs> is running away from the axe murderer. Like they're at the entrance of the cave. Tom runs into the cave to get away from the axe murderer, which is like all he has to do is wait yeah. there at the beginning of the cave. Where else are you going to go? Like, yeah. <laughs> or like when Sarah. So at one point, like, it's not clear. Is Axel the murderer? Is Tom the murderer? And of course, she finally agrees with Axel that Tom is the murderer when she finds out that he's been in a mental institution because like the mentally ill or whatever. Right. And so right. she like crashes his car by grabbing the wheel and then runs to Axel's nearby cabin which is also where he's been with his mistress. Yeah, so like that's a that's a it's like his secret shame den, I guess. And um then from there she runs away again because she's trying still trying to get away from Tom or Axel. At this point, who cares? But she runs to the cave. Yeah. And it's like you're getting away from a dude who as far as you know is this guy who specifically murders people in caves. And you decide to run to the cave? Like, girl, come on. That up. <laughs> yeah, that whole town was very obsessed with the mines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, why? <sighs> like, have y'all not heard of black lung disease? Like, why are y'all all <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just so, so bad. And, like finally at the end you know find out that tom is the murderer and axel uh gets like pickaxed by tom but somehow doesn't die yeah and sarah grabs axel's gun but she cannot shoot oh like God. at all she takes so long like she that was a good 20 minutes of her holding the gun trying to decide if she yeah. wanted to kill whichever one of them <laughs> yeah and like when she finally gets the gun she misses like five times and then Axel goes like there's only one bullet left you can't miss and um <laughs> it does like the stupid 3D effect on the bullet like as that she was the one that I saw <laughs> That one was so bad because, like, you can't miss that. Like, the yeah. others was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, they're quick. This one was, like, a full 30 seconds of, like, <laughs> z- like Matrix style, like, around the bullets. <laughs> like, and then, like, Tom wasn't even in a murdery mood when she shot him because I guess he had snapped out of it. It was looking at it's her. It's not clear. Like, who cares, <laughs> you know? And he, like, he put the pickaxe down and then she was like, boom, I would get him. And I'm like, we could have made this more of a feminist moment. Yeah, <laughs> she was just really good at shooting him and he was trying to pick a fight and you know he did surrender yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like she doesn't even end up her aim is still bad she <laughs> shoots like a gas tank behind him this is true <laughs> and it explodes it explodes and he somehow even though he's literally right next to this gas tank he does not die Oh, the fire was a 3D. Oh, moment. oh god! Of course it was. Of course it was. And it's like, he's but right yeah. there. Like he's like, how could there be an explosion if he did not die? Right, and and no like ash, yeah. no like burns. He was fine. I yeah. was just like, so this guy just cannot die. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's the power of bad acting. As again, it's like if you don't do your job, like if you don't act, then you don't die. But they did leave it wide open for a sequel. So I want them to go another 10 years and he has to come back and kill that's, everybody That's again. this year. That's 2019. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Doyen. Doyen. 
what have you wrought onto this world? <laughs> it's important. I like sequels. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, any any day now. Well, I mean, Valentine's. They've yeah. pretty much got like one week left. So if you're out there, make your big announcement now. Um. <laughs> or they could go another how, um, holiday. Maybe like Bloody Labor Day. Like Bloody Halloween. <laughs> Um, no, you can't do Halloween. We got we already got the Halloween franchise, but I do like this concept of Bloody Labor Day, Bloody Boxing Day because no, it's I, Canadian. That's good. <laughs> but I think uh, Bloody Labor Day is a good choice because uh, you know you were, as we we're saying, if you don't do your true. job, then you survive. So, <laughs> um, whoever wrote this, if you need ideas, I'm here. Yeah, Doyen's your go-to gal. Like she's got it. <laughs> Uh, so I decided to keep watch. Oh yeah, so basically, like as it ends, they the rescue workers like come to the cave, uh, and somehow not only is Tom not dead, he also is still like strong enough to take the pickaxe and do another three D moment like through the rescuers like <laughs> glasses or whatever like goggles. It's it's real stupid, um, and then escapes like in a rescue uniform while they're Axel and Sarah are like oh no like what what. <laughs> I hope it's finally over. Right. We got him now and nobody looked for his body. And I'm like, well, nobody looks for his body, even though him. that's exactly what happened <laughs> 10 years ago. Like, okay. Um, I decided to keep watching through the credits because like, why not? The credits were on and like it, the credits are like over this like first person walk into the cave or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it was stupid. But if you watch all the way through the credits, which I don't expect you to do, because literally this is just like, I want to see where this is going. I've already <laughs> I've already wasted like, what, an hour and 45 minutes of my life. Why not three more? Um, at the end of the credits, uh, the guy like so Harry or Tom, whatever, like whoever's wearing like, the full miners uniform is walking through the rubble of the mine. And you guessed it. One more 3D effect. He throws the pickaxe through the screen. It was great. And by great, I mean terrible. (laughs) See, this is why I only watch credits for Marvel movies. (laughs) I think that's a good decision because this was real bad. You know, I think maybe at the time 3D was just a really big kink for movie makers. (laughs) And so this is what they chose to do with their time and money. Yeah, I mean, if you've got enough money, like I guess the dead bodies take uh, a back seat, <laughs> and you just you just have the three D. Yeah. Um, I will say that you're right about the three D technology because this was two thousand nine, which I know we we already had three D for a while, but yeah, I was reading some reviews of the film from back then, and there was one I actually got like a little bit mad at because I was like, <laughs> you're telling me someone liked this because uh, Jeanette Katsoulis of the New York Times said like, you know, said like the screenplay is not great, but quote, from the moment you duck a flying mandible and gaze mesmerized at a severed hand oozing two inches from your nose, you'll be convinced that the extra dimension was worth seeking out. A strange synergy of old and new, My Bloody Valentine 3D blends cutting-edge technology and old-school prosthetics to produce something both familiar and alien, gore, you can believe in. I feel like they paid her to write that. They, yeah, you're right. They had to have paid her. Like, maybe, 
maybe like it maybe they they specialized in like valentine's day gifts like hey girl if if you write this review and you get, tell us something good we'll get you like i don't know like brad pitt's your valentine's day date and yeah. she's like done i like, would write that I'll so do hard <laughs> <laughs> i'll praise any movie right. for that <laughs> yeah um, but I just um yeah so even if you don't like scary movies this is not scary by any stretch of the imagination it is, it is not scary at all you're, you're, it it's not scary and the twist is awful it's it's just uh, oh my gosh it the three D. I think really like the best part of it is just like seeing the parts where like oh yeah that was supposed to be three D because they no. look so hokey in the two D <laughs> style. It's just really great. Uh, I'm surprised your boyfriend has the three D version. Mm. Like, did he watch the movie in theaters? Maybe <laughs> I didn't <even laughs> ask him why he had it, but <laughs> he was like, "I bought the three D version for my PlayStation," and I was like, "But you don't have a three D TV." He's like, "Oh, I got glasses with it." And I'm like, "That's dumb." <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I remember like I I remember three D home movies, but I I think you're right. I think you do have to have a special TV. Like I don't think mm. that's how it works, but also I don't think. I think there's something special about watching the 3D movie and the 2D, like just really seeing, <laughs> like, because I mean, you're dumber. not gonna get, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna get mesmerized like freaking Jeanette from mm-hmm. the New York Times. You're gonna see this movie for All what right. it is, which is just awful. <laughs> Plus, I have a thing uh, against 3D because I wear glasses, and it's hard to wear glasses and 3D glasses at the same time. So, I just prefer my my movies flat. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep them flat like yeah. as they should be <laughs> i do think it's strange how you know every movie has a 3d version now like it feels like every time you go to the movie you have to like opt out of yeah. the imax version <laughs> Which <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like oh i want to go see the new avengers movie okay great there's an imax showing it's like no like I, why, why do i want to do that no thank you <laughs> But uh, great movie. I recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10. You should watch it because I watched it. And so we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's like um, it's like the the VHS tape from The Ring. You know, it's like I have, oh. I've watched it and now I have to share it with other people right. so that they can suffer. On I am Day. a horrible friend, but here we are. <laughs> Uh, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's so, on Netflix, um, so you've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could do that for your Netflix and chill for Valentine's. Yeah. It'll be so romantic. <laughs> I do have to imagine, like, 10 years ago, like, taking your date, like, to see this movie in the theaters, like, in 3D. Like, you had to have... I feel like someone thought that was, like, a really good idea. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take <laughs> Stacy to go see My Bloody Valentine 3D this weekend. I think she'll yeah. really like it. She'll <laughs> jump into my arms and be a Yeah, cute it's going to be great. Because my husband was telling me, he was, he was like, yeah, I remember when that movie came out, there were, like, all these commercials that centered so hard on the 3D effect, like, showing the audience, like, gasping at the pickaxe being thrown. <laughs> and he's like, I don't think I want to watch this. But, of course he had to watch it because i watched it like we even long distance i can make him watch terrible movies <laughs> so <laughs> he watched it and he was he told me he was like he's like i feel like the screenwriter just just like they should be punished for this <laughs> so, like, yeah, really should. so 
Uh, oh man, that was, uh, it's, I think you're right though. Like sharing it with other people is the best part about it. Cause the movie was yeah. not fun to watch, but talking with you about it has been a lot of fun. So yeah. <laughs> it's great for hate watching. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're right. Uh, so Doyen, why don't you tell everybody where they can find your podcast? Okay, so on Instagram, we are Poor Life Decision. It is one decision because somebody else had decisions. So, <laughs> but I like to tell people it's because we're changing our bad decisions one at a time. Oh, that's nice. On Twitter, we are PLD Pod because Twitter's a hater and we can't have a whole lot of characters. <laughs> but um, you can also check us out on our website, poorlifedecision.com. So chat with me. I, I do love talking about things, especially at two o'clock in the morning because i can't sleep <laughs> yeah and i'll include a link to all that of course uh dorian it's been a lot of fun talking with you today it about was this great so <laughs> as always you can find us on facebook at guess what you're gonna hate on twitter and instagram at hate podcast and on our website hatepodcast.com. thanks as always to paul ryberg from plug in missing for our awesome theme song and before we get out of here dorian uh sometimes what we like to do is um up with a crime based on the murder on the murse oh my gosh based on the based on the movie and this one's a little too easy because you got murder it's all murder so got any valentine's day themed crimes for me doyan i feel like axing people (laughs) (laughs) what about just (laughs) not doing your job like i don't think that's a crime but like it's just a it's a as you might say a poor life decision (laughs) little crossover here (laughs) oh oh, smacking people in the head with a pork tenderloin like that girl did when she was fighting off the murder (laughs) oh my gosh i had forgotten about that (laughs) thank you because that is assault (laughs) that's Well, so uh, por- pork does have a high sodium content. So, okay, that's bad. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> okay, Bye. see ya. <laughs>